G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. It's Marriage Week this week and today on 2020 we're going to be talking to a pastor from the New South Wales Mid-North Coast about some recent reports about the signage outside the local Presbyterian Church. Pastor George Ball has been the pastor of Presbyterian Church of Eastern Australia for the past seven years within the community of Taree. He joins us to share about why the signs that quote scripture from the Bible are causing such a mixed response. Pastor Ball, welcome to 2020. Pleased to be with you. It's marriage week, but on the flip side, there are a lot of current debates on same-sex marriage. And can you share with us what has been happening in your part of the world in recent days? Well, uh, our church sign, which has been in front of our church, by the way, for five or six years and never really uh, provoked much uh, attention, Uh, but um, recently we put up a message which said, one man plus one woman equals marriage. And on the other side of the sign, we said marriage should be honored by all which, as you know, was simply a quotation from Hebrews chapter 13. Uh, And uh, one person uh, phoned me uh, to state her objection to that sign, and then someone else uh, contacted the local ABC, and, uh, and then, as they say, the rest is history. They contacted me and uh, did an interview And uh, as a result of that, there have been a number of people who have expressed uh, support for our witness, but also, sadly, a a number of people who have expressed not just their opposition, but even their uh, anger that we should put up such a a message. Are you surprised about this this response? Well, I I suppose we, we shouldn't be surprised. I mean, we've had lots and lots of other messages and I should say that the messages that we put up on our sign, they're, they're never gimmicky or meant to be clever or smart, but they're, they're either straight Bible verses or they're biblical statements. And so uh, that, that's, that has been the history of all of our signs. And uh, so we're doing nothing, nothing unusual, nothing different from what we've always been doing. But I suppose we did know that uh, mention marriage, and obviously it is, uh, sadly, a controversial issue today. And yet when you think of it, for hundreds and thousands of years, there was never any controversy about marriage. I mean, everyone, uh, generally speaking, uh, accepted that marriage was obviously between one man and one woman, but that very foundational pillar is uh, is now being now being attacked. 
And as you say, I mean, we're talking about how longevity, that's always been the case. But where do you see the future for the church at large? How how does the church navigate in the days ahead with the same-sex debate, the double standard? Do you consider that there's a, a double standard or intolerance of freedom of religion and freedom of speech now? Well, actually, I mean, I can't speak for the world, but uh, from within the church... Uh, I, I think my greatest concern, really, is for the wider church, uh, because it's important that the church, when I say the church, I'm speaking about true believers, that they do stand upon the truth of God's Word, and that they seek to communicate it in a way which uh, is, doesn't cause unnecessary offense. I mean, we don't, we don't set out to be obnoxious or offensive, and regrettably, some Christians can be, but uh, we shouldn't be. We're, we're, we're out to communicate the best news possible. And so I'm just concerned that the church should be united on this, on this fundamental biblical issue. And it does sadden me that uh, there are professing Christians, even ministers and leaders, who are taking an opposite view and actually promoting same-sex marriage. And, of course, when you have that uh, opposition within the broad church, uh, that's uh, not a good way to go into, into battle, is it? So we, we should expect opposition from the world. But um, when you get opposition from within the professing church, then... That's uh, that's even more tragic. Tell me, as you're talking about, I guess, a unified front, your church and your community, your work locally, tell, tell us about what you love about your local parish and your work. Well, uh, uh, we're the Presbyterian Church of Eastern Australia, uh, part of the Presbyterian Church family, one of the oldest uh, Presbyterian bodies in Australia. We, we're sometimes known as the Free Presbyterian Church and that's not a bad title because this church provides me complete freedom to, to, to preach the scripture, to preach the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, uh, and to know that uh, the leaders and the elders within the church are there uh, supporting such a, such a witness. And that's what, uh, that's what we aim to stand for. So within the church, we're, I'm so pleased that we do have uh, a, a church family that's united on these things, and we do enjoy close fellowship. I mean, we're not a big congregation with only about 45 members, but uh, and we would like to have more, obviously, but we are blessed with the closeness of fellowship that we do enjoy. With regards to your testimony, I can't help but hear that wonderful accent. You, you've been in Tari for eight and a half years. What, what brought you to Tari? Well, uh, I suppose the short answer is the Lord brought me to Tyree. Um, prior to Tyree, I had been ministering in Melbourne for 10 years or 11 years. And prior to that, I was in Northern Ireland. And I was a minister there for 16 years. So um, I can't change my accent, uh, no matter how hard I try. And neither can I change the message which I preach uh, and I wouldn't even want to try because, well, the message, it's something that 
message. It's there in the scripture, and we have to be faithful servants and stewards to pass this message on to whosoever. And speaking of Ireland, last year they did have their own same-sex law debate, and obviously that went in favour of same-sex marriage. Where do you see the future headed for our nation, Australia? Yes. Well, of course, we, we never, many people never thought that that could happen in Catholic Ireland, religious Ireland. And the danger would be that in Australia, that uh, we could think that this could never happen in Australia. But um, we should not be complacent. I think we should, we should learn the lesson. And if we do nothing, you can be sure that the opposition will be very, very active. And so it's really not an option just to take the sidelines. We need to be involved on this issue. And uh, we, shouldn't be, we shouldn't be silent and we shouldn't be ashamed. I'm speaking to Pastor George Ball, and he's from the Presbyterian Church of Eastern Australia in Taree. And we'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back to 2020. If you've just tuned in, I'm speaking to Pastor George Ball. He's been the pastor of Presbyterian Church of Eastern Australia for the past eight and a half years within the community of Taree. He joins us about uh, the mixed response of his billboard signs out the front of his church, which quotes scripture from the Bible. In recent weeks, he's had a sign saying, marriage is one man plus one woman, and also, do not be surprised if the world hates you, as a direct quote from the Bible uh, taken out of, I guess, context um, from First John 3, verse 13. Now, the signs um, basically caught traction when people complained to the local ABC radio. And as uh, Pastor Ball has said, uh, the rest is history. So today we're talking about, I guess, the freedom of speech and the freedom of religion in the days ahead and in the current climate as we are celebrating Marriage Week. Now, I also understand that one of the local articles, you say that you welcomed the feedback, that there had actually been few complaints and the church had many statements of appreciation. Well, yes. Um, thankfully, I did receive messages, phone calls, emails, uh, indicating support and encouragement for our witness. Uh, and I suppose the encouragement slightly outweighed numerically the, the, the number of uh, people who were upset and objected to our statement. And I should say that the, the messages from the people who disagreed with us didn't merely disagree, but they expressed it in sometimes very colourful language. And um, speaking of colourful language, Malcolm Turnbull marked his one-year anniversary as Prime Minister yesterday by introducing a bill for a same-sex marriage plebiscite. And um, the PM actually took a swipe at Bill Shorten and other MPs calling for them and Australians at large to be respectful of both sides of the debate and for the democratic right for a fair and public vote. Uh, let's take a listen at what he had to say yesterday. It is utterly wrong to characterise those people who do not believe the parliament should change the Marriage Act to allow same-sex couples to be married, to characterise them as being homophobic, as hating uh, homosexuals. It is absolute, this, this is so often being injected into the narrative at the moment, it is profoundly disrespectful. 
Some of the remarks the Leader of the Opposition has made, to which I won't repeat them, to which great exception has been taken, he should not repeat. We have to respect there are sincerely held views on this issue. They are, they are views very often informed by deeply, in, deeply felt conscience, informed by religious commitment, very often, informed by faith. It is we have to respect and we must respect, and I can say the government respects, the diversity of views on this issue. Mm. It's very hard in the days ahead, but I guess, you know, I'll, I'll end today with uh, one of the notes on the local radio station's website, which said the so-called marriage debate is already politicised, which is why the church signs have provoked interest. Everyone has a right of an opinion, even churches. Yes. I, I think also, Janine, I, I would want to also make it abundantly clear that uh, some people, especially the homosexual community, uh, saw our sign as targeting them and almost seeking to incite hatred toward them. And uh, that is, is totally, totally untrue. I mean, all the messages that uh, we put up on our sign are for the general public. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, as I understand my Bible, the Lord distinguishes, distinguishes two categories of people in the Bible. There are believers and there's unbelievers. He doesn't uh, distinguish us as heterosexual or homosexual. It's believers or unbelievers. And so many of the statements that, uh, that we put up uh, addressed to unbelievers didn't uh, prov provoke any response. But this one on marriage did provoke a response. But the point I'm simply making is that we're not pointing the finger at any, uh, at any particular uh, segment. It is we want to get across the, the gospel, and the gospel is the same message no matter what our sexual inclination. We all need the gospel, and there's only one gospel, and there's only one saviour. And I would want to emphasize that homosexual sin... Uh, may not be any worse than heterosexual sinning in the Lord's eyes. Sin is sin, and we need forgiveness, we need salvation, and Jesus is the only one who can deal with our problem of sin, no matter who we are, nor no matter what our background is. Pastor George Ball, thank you for giving us your insights on what it's like to run a church in our current local climate, and thank you so much for joining us on 2020. My pleasure. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.